Welcome back, everyone. Welcome to episode nine of the CFFL HQ podcast. Um, this is being recorded March 6th, 2023, 8.40 p.m. Uh, so we're like a little little over a week from the NCAA tournament. Um, it's the first one I've recorded since Friday. Good news, we are now available in every store in which you can download your podcast, even Apple and Google. And it's interesting, you have to put in some descriptions. I put in college fantasy football. Feel bad for some of the people who went and downloaded this that are you know clearly part of this league because I really haven't even announced this to anyone in our league yet. I don't want to infringe upon uh, the NCAA tournament and the beginning of uh, fantasy baseball and baseball season. I'm going you know, kind of to put this out there for everyone once there's a bunch of these. Uh, and we're kind of in that softer period in the schedule, uh, late spring, uh, when there's not as much going on. Then I'll let everyone know, hey, if you, you know, want to kill some time, you can look at these, listen to these. There's a lot of content to do. Um been kind of proud of this offseason, just cleaning up everything. Like, literally everything's inventoried for this entire league going all the way back. Even did uh, all CFFL teams for each year. Um, more of just kind of like a receipt of everything we've done. It's not like I'm expecting anyone to really wonder what happened what the all CFFL 2012 team was, but it's just there as kind of a glance at history and things of that nature. We've kind of hit on some different topics. Uh, The last one we did was the, uh, the top CFFL quarterbacks. Uh, And then this one, this is the CFFL all time running backs and all time, not running backs. So, We'll give uh, give a shout out here to some of our underperforming uh, running backs uh, to this point. Some of these names may strike a nerve with some of you. Uh, so we'll run through this. I don't expect this to be the longest podcast. I'm trying to keep these. I keep saying 15 to 20 minutes and some of these creep up closer to 30 minutes. So I'll kind of you know try to keep the pace going here. So we have had eight CFFL running backs that had posted a minus two war. Um, we so if we look at the bottom ten, twenty so tenth worst running back of all time. This would be in twenty sixteen. Brian R. So so Jamobo sounds like something uh, Tim Kirchin would say on. On ESPN, uh, when he's doing one of those Baltimore speaks uh, with uh, SVP. So, 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 Jamobo. Apologies if I butchered that name. Five starts, uh, average nine, a contest when the average was 19 and a half. Um, 2022 was not kind to uh, Brad A's running back, Cameron Peoples. Appalachian State posting a minus 1.96 war in 2022. That's good for 978th place for uh, 
all time in the CFFL. And imagine that for a position rank, 978, 979 to the seventh worst. Interestingly, uh, Jamal Williams from BYU, Raw B, RIP, um, minus 2.15. So I think he's easily gone on to have the best NFL career of anyone on this list. Um, after that, 2021, Kobe Lewis, Central Michigan for Christian M in 2021. Uh, he uh, was a minus 2.22. Six starts, uh, he netted zero points. So uh, Christian M kept running them out there. <laughs> maybe uh, maybe his luck was going to change, but unfortunately, every time he ran Kobe out there, he officially got zero points. Um, at 981st in the CFFL of all time, uh, this was another Brad A favorite, very disappointed in him. Um, I remember some text messages about this individual, Shock Linwood. Uh, so he was uh, minus 2.27 war, only averaged six per contest and eight starts for Brad A. Man, you want to talk about running them out there. That That's mad respect to keep running someone like that out there um, when the league average was 19.51. So yeah, it's almost a minus 2.3 war. Then we have uh, Josh Harris, who had a cup of coffee uh, in the NFL. I actually think he dressed for a Steelers playoff game in 2015, uh, beginning or the 2014 season, 2015 playoff run against the Ravens when they lost. Uh, so seven points per game when the running back average was 20.5, uh, minus 2.38 war. This gets us into the bottom four here. Um, we got Nathaniel Pete for Christian M in 2022. Eight starts, average just under nine a start. Uh, position average 18.4, a minus 2.4 war. Um, after that, JH, uh, part of that uh, 2013 um, Fab freshman team, uh, Aaron Baltazar. A minus 2.75 war. He averaged 1.2 uh, points per contest. And in those eight starts, he got 9.6 points for a minus 2.75 war. Okay. 20, 2006, second worst CFFL season of all time. Kenny Irons, Andrew R., CFFL owner, RIP, um, 88 total points in 10 starts, 8.8 points, a war of minus 2.95. Yikes. And then finally, uh, five-star heralded recruit, another freshman on that fab freshman team of JH in 2013, Derek Green, nine starts, 11.9 points per uh, total, 1.32 points per game, uh, a war of minus 3.08. I mean, it is tough to lose like that. I mean, but again, 
I think some of these guys, they weren't really playing that whole, uh, whole bunch, but I don't know if JH had a whole lot of options because a lot of the freshmen weren't playing. Um, shout out Arkeel Newsom almost made the cut 973rd feel the Arkeel minus 1.71. Anyone else? Um, we had Al G this year, Travion Henderson, Brandon Campbell for Al or for Paul L and Paul L. Sean Tyler. Also uh, a noteworthy mention there. So a lot, a lot of big names there, a lot of players well, with disappointing seasons. Now let's go all the way to the other end. And I think one of the things that we'll find out here about the CFFL is that man, running backs. Like, you know, being 42 years old now, we started this league. This was an idea that was hatched when we were, I was 25. Um, and just, how, I think, kind of like how positionally players have changed now. Like, a lot of these names and a lot of these players mattered more back when I don't know, just don't feel like running backs run the ball as much anymore. I just feel like football itself is just far more of a passing game. And you don't see you don't see a whole lot of recency. You don't see a lot of 2021, 2022. You have one 2022 player crack uh this list. So it's not to say you can't. It's just not as prevalent as what we're used to. Um, so let's kick this list off. Number 10, part of that integral 2012 season for Brian G is Giovanni Bernard, North Carolina, 10 starts, average 32 points per contest, a war of 2.96. That's good for 10th best all time for running backs, 39th overall for offensive positional players. Number nine, our only entry from 2022, Pino C, Bijan Robinson, 11 starts, 298.5 points, uh, which is good for 27.1 per contest, a war of 3.05. So that was good for ninth all-time for running backs. That is the only entry um, that we have this year. Uh, 2000... 2014 was number eight, a stalwart on another championship team for Justin B. Melvin Gordon, 3.06 war, 11 starts, 367 points, 33.39 average. And again, what I think it shows you, I mean, that's back when running backs were averaging 21.3. That's now down to 18.4. Now, some of that may be because the league is a little bit bigger. But I don't think that that really matters when you look at the individual performance. We're just not seeing as many people averaging that many yards from running uh, from running backs. In a lot of cases, I think maybe that's quarterbacks uh, rushing the ball a little bit more. But like you see some of these names, these were like running backs. And I feel like now there's like swing backs, motion backs, but not like as much the running back. I don't know if that's because kids don't want to play it because uh, they know that a lot of NFL con- – I mean, the money handed out second contracts, the NFL, over the last like six, seven years, I think the only major lucrative – the only lucrative deal I think that was like really big was the Le'Veon Bell contract. 
everything else is like two years, maybe some money, but it's, you know, just a fraction of that is guaranteed. So you see Giovanni Bernard. I still don't know if Bernard's still in the league or not. Robinson's going to be a first round pick. Gordon was a big back at one point. And then that brings us to number seven on the list, Saquon Barkley. And it'll be interesting to see what the Giants do with him if they just tag him out. But he was seventh best running back season, 2017. Um, 326.5 points, 29.6 per, a war of 3.09. So pretty impressive stuff there. Same year, 2017. 2017 was a year of the running back. Um, We have Justin B. again, his second entrance so far, sixth overall. Rashad Penny from San Diego State. He had 12 starts, three hundred and fifty, just under 356 points, just under 30 points per game when the average was 17.72, which was almost a low point. And that was good enough for a 3.36 war uh, to come in at number six. So top five now. And when you think about this, um, these are top 20 offensive performers all time in the CFFL. Uh, at number 18 overall, fifth best running back performance in 2016 was Brian G uh, with Dalvin Cook from Florida State, uh, which came in at a 3.42 war, almost 34 points per contest when the league average was 19 and a half. Excellent stuff there. Uh, 14th overall, this was the number one war performance for 2009, better than the quarterbacks. Before some of that scoring uh, was altered. 2009, J.H. Jaquiz Rogers, Oregon State, 355 points, averaged 32 when the uh, league average was 19, good enough for a 3.54 war. And that was 14th overall, fourth best running back performance. Number three, again, Justin B. coming in with another 2014 entry. Not hard to see why he won the the CFFL title in 2014 when he has Melvin Gordon and this individual, Jay Ajay, from Boise State. Um, 392.2 points. League average was 21.3. Averaged 35.6 points. 3.64 war. Good enough for 13th all-time, third-best running back performance. And again, the second... 2014 performance for Justin B here. So that's a Boise State running back. Number two all-time, 12th overall, also a Boise State running back from Jeremy P. Jeremy McNichols in 2016. 12 starts, 405 points, 33.7 average when it was 19.51 for a position average, a war of 3.66. So here we heard... Boise State having one of the worst running backs. And then, that was in 2013, Aaron Baltazar. And then in 2014 and 2016, two of the best CFFL players of all time are at the top of the boards. That's the difference between immortality and fatality in the CFFL. And this leads us to number one. 10th overall war performance for offensive players. It happened in 2017 when PNOC should 
arguably probably have won the CFFL title. He had the greatest running back performance. Florida Atlantic, still in the NFL, playing for the Buffalo Bills, Devin Singletary. Nine starts, 316.8 points, 35.2 average when the league average was 17.72, a war of 3.69. And really what you see there, there's a great cluster there. 3.69, 3 3.64, 3.64, 3.54, 3.42, 3.36. Those top six performances really separated uh, from the rest of the pack. But uh, we look at some of the honorable mentions here. Monte Ball, J.K. Dobbins, both Jeremy products. Um, Chuba Howard, Brian G., Kenyon Barner, 2012 out of Oregon for Brian S., KCG with Jonathan Taylor, Wisconsin. Kenneth Gainwell for Kevin B. Brian G. with Garrett Wolf in 2006. First entry coming in there. Um, but yeah, uh, I think really, really impressive stuff uh, that took place here. If we look at the draft real quick. Um, just to see if anything stood out here um, from a running back perspective. Uh, Pino picked up Singletary, the best running back with the 16th overall pick, which is interesting because Lamar Jackson went with the 16th overall pick. So maybe that's just some sort of lucky number that we have there. Rodgers went early second round. Um, first pick of the second round, actually ninth overall, Rashard Penny. Uh, Rashad Penny went 19th overall in 2017. Bernard went with the first pick in 2012. Monte Ball, first round pick, uh, 10th overall. Chuba Howard, first round pick um, in 2019. Garrett Wolf, first pick, second overall. Um we got here Antonio Andrews Javon Ringer Stephon Jefferson Tyler Batty 2021 our first entry Blake Corum in 2022 for Brad A was a second round pick um, Jeremy P picking up Toby Gearhart in the 15th round in 2009 that was a full keeper league that's a great pick um, Anthony Wales went in the 10th round uh, for Justin B. in 2016. Those are some of your those notable picks there. If we're looking at worse picks, um, these again, these are just players that were drafted. Uh, we talked about Derek Green. He went in the third round. Kenny Irons, third round. Marcel Murray, Kevin B., minus 2.8 war. Um, that happened in 2019. Two, let's see, Nath uh, Nathaniel Pete, 2.4. Zach Charbonnet in 2019. Pino kind of came back around and got him. Good work there. And then Anthony McFarland, two, minus 2.1. So we're seeing some of those numbers there of uh, different players there. So that kind of gives you a rundown of everything that we have. Uh, as far as 
running backs in the CFFL. So keep this one short and sweet. Hope you enjoyed a little run down memory lane, talking about all the different running backs that we have, a lot of in-between guys. We will be back next time with running backs, or I'm sorry, with wide receivers, and continue this mini-series on the top and the not-top players at each position. Take care, everyone. Be talking soon.